This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Welcome to the show, Craig. Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to having you. I've been looking forward to having you. I know you're extremely busy and uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Looking forward to our chat. I was excited when I heard your move my mass it, it had all kinds of comments connotations for me i'm like what does that mean yeah, mass and i'm thinking as a catholic and this and first i was thinking it was that and then, <laughs> and then when i saw your physical fitness stuff i thought this is cool yeah i saw uh you know i saw your instagram page and i you know you took the selfie while you're lifting weights I'm like all right i and i knew you lost a lot of weight i'm like i've got to have him on you know this, cool. this would be a great and speaking of losing weight you did lose a significant amount of weight over the years I think it's 110 pounds you've lost. Right. You've kept it off. Let's get into that. How'd you do it? Drugs. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. My, I, I did it not out of choice. So part of my background feeds into it. Mm-hmm. Catholic priest for 35 years. So 20 years ago, in the middle of it, um, I don't think I processed things. I mean, I did funerals all the time, death all the time. I, I lost a sister tragically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all this stuff is going. So I just, I never got fat. I was a swimmer in high school. Bakersfield right. High School, swam. Swam distance, by the distance, way. Distance, right. Yes. 1500 was my main one. And so I was, and we, we were an athletic family. My father was a coach his whole life. We did athletics. But I slowly, as a priest, you know, it was 10 pounds a year. Yeah. And it was moving to a Hispanic community. And all of a sudden, I really like the enchiladas, rice, and beans. Yes. And it's having it regularly. So you have to realize, to build it up, I, I put on this 10 pounds. And every, you know, so many times you just get a bigger pant size, bigger yeah. shirt. Yeah. And then as a priest, you know, you didn't really think too much about it. Because people didn't care, you know, if you were big or not. Uh, my mom, though, one time said something to me when I got heavy, about 315 pounds. My mom said, yeah. how do you get up and preach and and tell people about living when you're not taking care of yourself? And man, it hit really, really deep. That hits dead center, yeah. right? And I became diabetic. Uh, I used to keep a towel on the altar and I would have to pat myself because I would sweat so much. Yeah. And uh, a woman, Diane Messmaker friend of ours. Yes. And she uh, was a trainer and she'd come to church and she said one day, she goes, you know, I want to help you. I'm like, I've tried things, you know, I've done all that. I even bought gym memberships. Yeah. Uh, and jokingly, early, I told you I'd, I'd sit there and I'd even put fake earphones in because whenever I'd start to work out or try to, people would come and talk to me about their problems. So I never had that. Yeah. And she yeah. said, I want to train you. And I, Never had a personal private trainer, didn't know what it meant. And so she measured me, and that was humiliating. I mean, yeah, you know, she measuring right. my body yeah. and all this. And so I'm going, okay. And so we started. I couldn't even do a sit-up. And like I said, I was in great shape in high school. Couldn't even do a sit-up. Couldn't do a push-up. Um, she didn't care. She's like, we're going to start with this. We're going to start mm-hmm. with simple things. 
And then she she brought other people in to work out with me. Tonya Valpredo, you know, there's talk about a specimen at, at, <laughs> right. at her age in this. She's and she's enthusiastic and she uh, can work out hard. She can. And Mikey Hay and uh, Greg Gunner, just a group of us, and we'd start working out in a group. And Diane always mixed it up, and she made it fun. And then mm-hmm. she, she waited for a long time, and then she started on the food. Yeah. And so I started working with a nutritionalist. You know, I was eating so much sugar, so much carbs, and I wasn't sleeping. And sleep, I found out, I have found out, is one of those elements. And I was only yeah. sleeping two or three hours a night. Um, and Diane, because she was persistent, she showed up every time. Come on. And I would, no, I'd make excuses. Nope, I'm here. We're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one day, Jim Burke uh, and a group of his family and this, they got together and they took the rectory and they took the garage and converted it into a gym. Nice. And, I mean, beautiful mirrors, carpet, air conditioning, yeah. weights, and all this. And so then I had no excuse because I wasn't having to drive anywhere and make an excuse. So we were there. And that started my journey. And as the weight started to go, I got more confidence. I felt better about myself. When you're in a parish, we even did things like weight challenges in the parish. I'd say Mm -hmm. to people, hey, you guys got to join me. And and they did. And I remember one little, one year, we we as a parish lost something like 10,000 pounds. You know, we just got everybody, come on, walk, walk around the buildings, do this. Yeah. And I got excited. And uh, when you get to that, I I still wouldn't say I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I weighed myself, probably five years ago. That's a good thing. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, that, yeah, that's a long time not to weigh yourself, but not being. I'm not conscious of, of the weight. I know how I feel. I know if I'm feeling bloated. I know if the yeah. pants feeling a little tight. Right. I don't go by bigger sizes now. I'm like, yeah. okay, Craig, you got to concentrate, eat less or eat better. Mm-hmm. And so I owe a lot, I mean, of this, not just to the training, but to the education that mm-hmm. Diane gave me. And then part of my life too is, I had adopted eight children, and my children are older. They're your age. And now, at what time period did you adopt the eight? I was 21 when I got my first two. So by okay. the time I was 25, I got you. Okay. And I have 19 grandkids. Mm-hmm. So when you have, I remember one time when I was still working out and losing weight, but still big, my grandson, he was like five. They're all there. And he, I'm on the couch laying down watching a movie, and he climbs and goes, Papa, I wanna, I'm going to climb the mountain. But he met my stomach. And that was another thing that I go, I, it wasn't hurt, but it was like, I want to be healthy for yeah, them. I want right. to be around. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be that. And, you know, the more I lost, the more energy I got. The more energy I got, the less depression. As a child, I've always suffered from depression mm-hmm. as a child and all. And I know there's a stigma for people out there. And I always say to people, the last six years of my life, seven years, have been amazing because when you balance the physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental, the depression will go. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on an antidepressant in six or seven years. That's beautiful. And news. I've gone through a lot. I lost both parents, another mm-hmm. brother. I've gone through a major job shift, yeah. gone through trauma in my life. Right. And I didn't result to, oh, I need something. It was, no, you need to sleep. You need to work out. You need to 
get rid of the sugar, the caffeine. You need to you need to work through this. And that's one of my messages, I guess, even in preaching today. I still yeah. you know, try to get out there and say to people is help find that balance. And it shows the important importance of balance because you're obviously very spiritually connected and wow, you were you. all good there and you still had problems. That's the so, easy part for me. See, yeah. it's really funny because I, you know, when I even came in your studio and I see your bikes and, you know, and I said to you, do you even have an ounce of body fat? <laughs> um, I look at my life and I go, spiritual was easy. Connecting with God, meditating, yoga, prayer, that is like working out for you. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that on my own. Even I remember one time Diane called me and she said, I can't be there to work out, but I left your workout for you in the gym. And then Tonya, my other workout partner, goes, I'm not going to be able to be there. So then I went to Happy Jack's and, <laughs> and ate. I didn't work out because I I know myself. <clears throat> I need that support. and yeah. that. So yeah. when, I, when I come into that balance and I do that, it's like, I need a trainer. I need somebody that walks with me through that because I'm good at spiritual. Don't I don't need a I'm sure guru for yeah, that. You are good there. But I need I yeah. need this to find that balance. And when you can balance spiritual and physical, balancing mental and emotional become easy. And that is spot on. And you mentioned throughout the years it was more or less about 10 or another year goes by another 10 pounds. 10 years into priesthood, I'm a hundred pounds overweight. When it was coming off, how fast or slow did it come off? Well, the first few weeks when she'd say, oh, great, you've lost three pounds. And I'm going like, this is killing me. And my body hurt from working out, which it hadn't <laughs> yeah, worked out in this. Yeah. But then I, I hit that one when I, when I dropped my first like 30 pounds. And, you know, I'm, I have more energy at church. Mm -hmm. People are coming up to me going, hey, you look at you lost weight. You know, it. It, it started to make you feel good about yourself right. and list me and kind of inspire me. And then I plateaued a couple times and then Diane was just on me like, it's okay, you do this. It's going to uh, be yeah. a month later. We're not worried about losing weight. Let's build muscle. Let's do yeah. And then I'd go and the next thing I know, I'd drop another 20, 30. Yeah. I ran into somebody the other day that hadn't seen me in 25 years. They were from my parish in Fireball. Oh, and wow. they saw me at a restaurant and they kept looking and I didn't recognize them. I wasn't really looking. And they came up and they go, I have to ask you this. We heard your voice. You're not Father Craig from Firebird. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And they go, oh my God, we kept saying that's gotta be him, but you're half yeah. of who you were. Yeah. And we laughed. But it, it's not just how you feel about how you look. I mean the energy and the clearness of thinking mm -hmm. that you get when you when you move. Right. Even now with a counseling business, and I, I see people, I'm I'm sitting six, seven hours a day. And so I'll work out in the morning right. with Diana or whatever. And then it's like sometimes like after the third one, I'll get up and say, I gotta take the dog and go walk, walk a half a mile. I gotta, I gotta so move important. so I can be alert. And my body feels better because if yeah. I sit eight hours, man, I can feel it. I bet you can. No energy, no, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about the mental part of all this for how I'm assuming that you're, people are bringing negative things to you that they want you to 
help them with versus bringing something to celebrate. I'm assuming that. Maybe I'm wrong. No. So how do you deal with that? How do you keep yourself up when you're kind of hearing grief or maybe negative emotions for a good part of the day? How do you keep yourself up? I'll give you an example today. Mm -hmm. Today, um, I've seen seven people. Yeah. Um, I have a mother that lost a child Mm -hmm. recently. I have a mother that lost a child tragically and it's in court. And so that, so two of those in a row. I have a woman whose husband left after 30 some years. I have parents that uh, found that their kids addicted to drugs and out of control, and that. So, yeah, every person, nobody comes into me to tell me what's great in their life, right? Nobody yeah, that's does. nobody does. And I was assuming that, but I'm no. glad so. You're- but what I've learned over the, and especially now finding a better balance physically, mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. and all, is I can listen and I can hear, and I can work and help them to look at where they are and help them through the grieving process and this. And then even when they leave, I even do a whole kind of energy thing where I go, you know, I release their energy back to them with love, mercy, and forgiveness, whatever they need. Because I have to restore me so that the next person that comes in, I can do. Right. And I don't think that would be possible. I don't think I used to do it. And that's one reason why emotionally and mentally I was out of whack because I would just take on their grief. I would take that's on That's understandable. Their pain. I yeah. can be in the room and, and deal with somebody's pain, but when it's done, I have to close it. Right. And I say, and I send him and I send him with love and all, but I go, I'm not going to keep that on. I'm not going to think about it again. Yeah, you can't gonna, no. and stay healthy. And then when I meditate and pray, I bring them present. I, I will say, I lift them right now. Send this the love, energy, prayer to me, to them, yeah. wherever they are that day. And so I pray in the morning, I pray in the afternoon, I pray in the evening. Right. I try to follow that routine. And that's what keeps you keeps you balanced mentally. It has right now. It's working. And yeah. Yeah. And and I don't. At the end of the day, I am tired, but I'm not ended. I'm. I've got time to say, boy, that was that was a a, a lot today. But I'm also one that believes positive thinking is very important. So I go, I want thank you, Lord, for the gift of these people that right. you brought today, and that hopefully I in some way inspired or helped them to connect with you, to be better people. And I was telling you about this guy that walks yeah. in front, and so I have friend who's a trainer and he walks by the front of my house and I'm out my porch at 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning I get up at 3 30 so 4 o'clock in the morning and it's dark and he trains a guy and he walks him and I love it because I even love I I the guy, you're looking great you're doing good because this guy reminds me of where I was and I do it and I can always tell when he comes by it's like he pauses for a yeah. moment and then I see him walking off with a smile and he's going because it's a journey it's a really health and fitness, mental health, spirituality. Mm-hmm. It is a journey. It is a, a journey and that every is, day yeah. becomes new. That is. And you just mentioned that you wake up at 3.30 to have your coffee with Jesus. Correct? Right, that I do a little been daily. Doing it, been doing it for two years. You two said years. you haven't missed a day. No. And you mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was on here or before we got on, but you said you used to wake up at 3 
go to bed around midnight, wake up at three just because your mind was racing. What gets you up at three or three thirty now? What does that? I, I I think I've always been more of a morning person. Even when I was in college, my fraternity brothers stuff would make fun of me because like ten o'clock I'm crashing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there's parties. So I think I, I was kind of raised that way. But the difference is now is I believe sleep is essential for it balance. Is. Yes. And one of the first questions I ask anybody that comes to me for spiritual direction is, what do you do physically? Mm-hmm. And then I say, how much do you sleep? And how do you sleep? And I've been able to retrain my body to sleep seven hours. And so, in fact, tonight I'm meeting some friends for for, right. for dinner. And they were saying, how about 8 or 8.30? I go, not going to work. I said, <laughs> 6 o'clock, I'm going to be eating because I'll be asleep. And, and they had no problem. We'll move the time. And we'll right, do, right. Because I, yeah. I, 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 I'm like, I got to stick to this because this, this works for me. This yeah, is good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up between 5.30 and 6.00. And of course, I'll flip on and look at stories and see two hours ago, you put, hey, that's just not right. <laughs> Did you see how many people, <laughs> yeah. te- like at 3 30, like, oh my God, this something, they probably haven't even been to bed yet. Right. Know? Yeah. It's the so, opposite for them. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned, you know, as we were talking about how you get through the day listening to so much grief or maybe negative issues, well, that leads to your nonprofit that you're starting. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about so, that. What's it called? So I have um, I have a business that I do, which is Transition Head. And Transition Head to me is everybody in life is transitioning. And whether it's you've lost a spouse or a child or you lost a job or you're changing your thing or you're, you're going through a divorce, you want to transcend, transcend and transition ahead forward. And that's my goal is to help people do that. And out of that came a group of women uh, – couple years ago, I used to do uh, teachings for women in the evening, uh, one day a month, and uh, they called it WOW, Women of Wisdom. And it was funny, the first time I planned one, we set up 50 chairs in the hall. How long ago was and this? We, this was probably <clears throat> seven, eight years ago. Okay. And we had about 400 women show up, so we had to move. So we moved in the church. We would average, after that, close to 1,000 women Wow. every time. So wow. So I thought, wow. <laughs> yeah, right. So... Um, for two years, I haven't done it. And uh, when then with pandemic and everything shut down, so some of the women came and said, hey, we want to revive. We want to do something new. And we'd like to call it Reflections for Women. And um, so I had some great friends, uh, Natalina and um, Sister Mary, a group, uh, Heidi, and this Donna Hilton. These, these women came to me and they go, can we go? And I go, yeah, okay, we'll do it. But you do, you guys organize, I'll come and give my talk. So uh, we arranged it. It was a couple weeks ago. And they said they got hotels and their banquet room homes like 550 or 600. And and we actually had to turn people away. Amazing. And it was like, it was exciting and the energy, but... It must make you feel good deep inside. Well, you know, what it does is that, because I feel we're all on a journey. I listen to podcasts. In fact, I started following your podcast because I was looking here going like, (laughs) hey, you know, John's doing this. I want to see what he's doing. And I'm thinking... We need to get positive stuff in our head. Yes. So I was listening to it. Yes. So when I do these reflections for me, in fact, actually, we had to move to the Fox Theater, which is our big theater, because we were doing it. So the first day we posted it, two days ago, for the next one, June 30th, we had over 600 women RSVP. So we're like, oh, good. This is mm-hmm. some. But what I really teach are those four things. 
were, were, when you said to me at the very beginning, you said, you're busy. And I laugh because uh, busy to me means, uh, in a spiritual way, being under Satan's joke. I'm oh. not busy. I got a lot of things that I'd like to do, so I have to change my thinking. Because right. when you're busy, you go, I can't do that. I'm busy. No, I may be not managing something right or something. Mm -hmm. I either want to do it or don't want to do it or can't mm -hmm. do it that day. Like we tried to book this. <laughs> right, yeah. So I made a book. But I don't want to be about busy. But every time I teach, I teach about finding that balance of mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional. Yeah. Because I think that's what we're all striving for. So you're, you become, for me, this icon of, wow, he is, he inspires me with workout. Mm -hmm. Because I don't like workout. <laughs> but I know every human yeah. being, whether it's walking, whether you, uh, I saw two uh, nurses the other day at Mercy. We were talking outside the hospital. And then, they, I said, what are you guys doing? They go, we, we brought our tennis shoes. We try to walk a mile during our lunch hour. Yeah. And they, they're, they're both, they were a little have set. And they, but they said, we know it's because it's not just about losing weight. We just know we need to get healthier. And I thought, God, this is cool, you guys. You guys, I said, I'm going to have to, they wrote him down. I got to find it. And I said, you got to go talk to, to you. <laughs> yeah, go, that's excellent. Because to hear. it's an inspiring thing to me. Right. Two people at work doing it. If we move, if we, we do this. And that's how I believe spiritually God intended our bodies to do. And I've said this on a few episodes already. I've never had a workout where I didn't feel better mentally afterward or physically. I never felt I, that way before. I want you to know that. <laughs> I'm dreading. I'm hoping the electricity oh, goes even, out. I do, sometimes I dread my workouts, but I always feel better. The only times I haven't is when I, oh, I'm getting sick. So my body would just rejected that workout. But it mentally, physically... Workouts always help, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't have a lot of hard days, thankfully. I'm just lucky that way, I guess. I mean, I do have hard days, but I'm not a kind of guy that just, I'm a happy guy. So, and you are, and it, it comes out that way. And, and one of the things that I want in my life is the same thing, is I want to be able to help people and do things. And this, but I, first off, have to be a person. I want my grandkids, when they look at me, go, like Papa's happy. He's a good. He he, right. he feels good. He likes life. I want him to want to be around me. You can only be around negativity so long. That's right. And you say, I can't be around you anymore. That's right. Uh, so it, that that's a part of that journey for me too. Is when you see somebody who has inner peace, when you see somebody who smiles and somebody's happy, you want to be around him. I mean, as a Christian, I think that that was. Jesus's greatest thing. That was his charism. He was happy with who he was inside. And yeah. because of that, he drew and brought people together. And I think we all had that same potential. Yeah. Oh, we, I think we all do, for mm -hmm. sure. And you, you know, you were mentioning that with your business, and now you're moving. Well, so again, I don't know if you're going to. Yeah. Stop so the women, no, no, the so the women, so I'll still have my business. I mean, uh -huh. I'm still going to do that. And then. The nonprofit, we started a nonprofit, Reflections for Women, which is, um, we, we don't even charge or anything when we do these. And sometimes people call us, we just had four people call and say, we want to sponsor the event. We'll rent the Fox Theater, we'll pay those bills. Mm -hmm. And because there's no money in it, and then uh, they pass a basket. So our idea was, because money comes in, is to have this nonprofit that we can 
find ways within our community to then support different women's programs that are for wholeness, spiritual, yeah. mental, physical, and yeah. that well-being. And so in, in this community, obviously we have a lot. Um, when my sister passed away, we helped fund and rebuild the St. Vincent de Paul Homeless Center. So I do a lot of things uh, towards that. And, you know, we want, you, you need money to do most things. If you, right. I, we bring, uh, I want to have like at the St. Vincent Paul Center, they have, they've had in the past too, people that come and teach meditation. Things. You don't think about that at a right. homeless center. You think about just hand them food and this. No, no, no. Right. Let's greet the whole person. So I'm hoping this nonprofit is going to um, grow to be able to, um, even with kids, you know, this is another thing with, I think, of school kids in this. These kids, you know, when, when my five-year-old grandchild says to me, Papa, I'm stressed. What in the hell do you have to be stressed about when you're five years old? I didn't know that word at yeah, five. You're supposed to play. Yeah. You're supposed to, you know, you might cry, somebody hurts your feelings, and then you forgive them five minutes later, you know. Yeah. So I think we also need to create mindfulness in education, teaching our kids ways to meditate, become more. We have a lot of physical programs in mm -hmm. schools now, but with funding dropping, the first thing they take out are those extracurricular and mm -hmm. the sports and that. So I think we really need to fight for that. I'm just hoping that my this um, nonprofit, uh, Reflections for Women, will have an impact in general of either educating children with programs, yeah. uh, reaching out to those less fortunate and saying, is, hey, we're not, we're not just handing you a sandwich. We care about your soul, your physical, your mental, and all that. Right. And so I'm really pretty excited about it. We had our first uh, one, and it was exciting, high energy. Um, got me excited. We booked the next six months. And yeah. uh, and then the me some men came to me just a week ago, and they go, can we do one with the men? So that's we're going to get a date here shortly. And that sounds um, amazing. And you may, I may be coming to you and saying, let's have you come and do a little inspiration here about the physical. I'd love into to that because I'd love to do that. Anytime we can get people to become healthier, better, happier, connected, we make a difference. It's that's the nice thing about all these different groups. If you start connecting them all, and you're going to help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and what else is our goal? Yeah, I know. You know, and when they're connected and I'm connected, we're just a better world. We are. You know? Well, you look absolutely amazing. I'm impressed, and it's the hardest thing to keep the weight off the way you have. You look good. You're doing amazing things for the community, for the for everybody in this community. I want to thank you so much for that, most of all, and second. Really like to thank you for coming on here. It made me, it was exciting for me, John, because if you would have told me 20 years ago, I'd be sitting with somebody who has a, a program about physical fitness, but I may not be total muscle bound or tiny or thin, but I'm healthy. And you got you know the right what? image. And, and you know what? I'm happy to be a part of this. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.